Hey there, and welcome to Soul Church. Our prayer is that this message encourages you wherever you may be in life. We've been hearing so many stories about what God is doing in people's lives, and we'd love to hear yours. So take a second and send your story to stories at soulchurch.com. Thanks again for joining us today, and we hope that you enjoy the message. God bless. We are week three into our New Year's Revolution series. Has anyone been able to watch the film yet? Jesus Revolution. And if you haven't watched that film, I encourage you on Amazon to watch the Jesus Revolution. The series is really inspired from that, um, that film. And I felt God say to me as I watched that film, don't set resolutions. Believe me for a revolution in Norwich. Okay, often we, we, we have resolutions and resolutions come, they go, but I believe a revolution can last a generation, a lifetime, and so I encourage you, we are believing God for a revolution. We are already seeing it. Just look around you. This is church in Norwich in 2024. Okay, you can't get a seat, okay? It's a great problem to have, and uh, I believe we are moving forward at a, a velocity that we've never had in a long, long time. Okay, we're going to jump on the message. So we've got this New Year's Revolution card. If you don't have one, you can pick one up at the information desk afterwards or download it online. Week one, we talked about receive the revelation of grace, the grace of God. Number two, expect signs and wonders. Luke did a great job last Sunday talking on that. Value the week, 80, last Sunday evening. Um, did a phenomenal job with that as well. This week, I want to talk about operating under the power of the Holy Spirit. Now, if you are new to faith, the Holy Spirit is simply the presence of Christ inside of us. So we carry the presence of Jesus into university, into school, wherever we go, we have Jesus inside of us. And I love preaching about the Holy Spirit. I love talking about its power, its strength, and its direction in our lives. Now, the Holy Spirit can be a complex, difficult subject to, to unpack, but I want to really address it from a practical angle today to help people. So I want to start with this question. Who would agree... We make our decisions in life, then our decisions make us. Who would agree with that statement? We make our choices, and then we have to live with our choices. Who's ever made a decision and they thought, why did I do that? Hindsight is a beautiful thing. Who has ever struggled with making a decision? So you just say, is it this one? Do I leave my job? Do I stay? Do I go to university at home, away? Do I get married? Who do I marry? Do I fix my mortgage or do I keep it flexible? These are the decisions. And who knows that indecision can cause us a lot of stress. Who's ever had stress over indecision? I certainly have. And the Bible says in the book of James, chapter 1, verse 8, it says, a double-minded person is unstable in all their ways. When we have decisions to make and we kind of differ on them and we're indecisive, it causes instability. Chantal and I, we are living this message right now with all the decisions we're having to make with the new building. Such limited budgets, do we spend it here? Do we spend it there? Do we not spend it at all? I think we can all relate to having to, to make decisions in life. And then we make a decision. What happens after we make a decision? We start second-guessing our decision. 
So we finally make it and then we're like, goodness me, was, was that the right decision? So the question is this, what is the antidote for indecision in our lives? And I think the antidote is simply to let and allow the Holy Spirit to lead and to guide us. And for us to operate under the power of the Holy Spirit on a daily basis. In the Jesus Revolution, the, 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 the decision that these young hippies were making were having devastating effects on their lives. But when they encountered the Holy Spirit, everything seemed to change. You know, God wants, God wants to lead and to guide you through 2024. He doesn't want you to stuff it up. You know, the devil wants you to stuff 2024 up with your decisions. But the Holy Spirit, who is a guide, he wants to lead you and guide you. So when you get to the crossroads, however big or small these decisions are, he wants to be our comforter and helper as we, as we go. Psalm 23, verse 3, says, He leads me along the paths of righteousness. The Holy Spirit wants to lead us and guide us to all the students, to all the young people. Whether you're at uni, the Holy Spirit wants to lead you and guide you this year. And one of the evidences we are operating as children of God is we allow the Holy Spirit to lead us. Romans 8, 14 says, For as many are led by the Spirit of God, they are children of God. So one of the evidences that we are Christ followers is we allow the Spirit of God to lead and to guide us. So I think the question is this, and it's a really good question. How do we allow the presence of Christ, the presence of the Holy Spirit, to lead us and to guide us in 2024? And in order for us to, to understand this and to operate daily under His Spirit, there are four things I want to share today that you've got to stop doing in your life and four things you've got to start doing. And I'm going to get this as practical as possible. But if you want to live under the presence of Christ in your life, there's four things the Bible instructs us to do to stop doing and four things to start doing. And once we start doing these eight things, I believe we can start moving and being guided by His Spirit. Okay. Now, in life, it's a, who knows, life is a journey of stops and starts. Sometimes you stop, sometimes you start. So let's begin with a negative. And it might not be comfortable, but it's going to help us as we move forward. So number one, if we, want to be, if we want to operate under the power of the Holy Spirit in 2024, stop one is this, I can't follow a culture which doesn't follow God. I can't follow a culture that doesn't follow God. If we want to follow the voice of the Holy Spirit, we cannot follow a culture which isn't led by the Holy Spirit. We live in a culture that says this, Everybody's doing it, so it must be okay. Everybody's doing it. We, we just want to fit in. We just want to be accepted. Everyone's getting drunk at the Christmas party, so we just got to fit in and get drunk. Everybody's having a secret fair online, so we can have a secret fair online. And society tells us this, if it's legal, it must be moral. That's what culture teaches us now. If it's legal, it's moral. That's how far morality has slipped in this day and age. When I grew up, I grew up in a local high school, went to Tavram High School and came into the classroom when I was 15, 16 and then on to sixth form college and I got teased for being a virgin because everybody was losing their virginity. 
Everyone was coming into classrooms and telling of their stories. They made fun of me at high school because I wouldn't do it. Because society tells us if it's legal, it must be moral. And we live under this pressure. We live under this pressure to conform to culture. We have no idea what the young people, and that's why I wanted you guys in the room, the pressure that this generation are under to conform in this world. To fit in, they've got to conform. But the Bible has a different culture. In Romans chapter 12, verse 2, it says this, do not conform. Do not conform to the patterns of this world. What's the word patterns? It's a, our modern world is culture of this world. But be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And so one of the challenges, this is why I want, this cult, I want the young people to hear this, one of the challenges with culture is this, it's temporary. What works now doesn't work in 10 years because culture is continually changing and evolving. But God's word never changes. The morals and the values that God has set in his words, they are generational. They are eternal. God's word is proven and God's word is true. So the first step we have to do is make a decision to stop. Forget about do I fit in with culture? And so I can want to consider following the Holy Spirit. I want to finish this story from high school. I am so glad that I waited for Chantel. Now, why am I glad? Because culture couldn't have been more wrong. Culture said everyone's doing it, so do it. But the Bible said, wait. Wait for the one that I've chosen for you because that will save you pain and heartache. So we waited. Does that mean it's easy? No, we'll come on to that bit later. It's gonna be a good one today, by the way. I'm gonna need some water. I think the Holy Spirit has already began to speak today. It's asking us this question, what areas of our lives are we conforming? Because if we wanna follow the presence of Jesus in our lives, We've got to make a decision. Am I conforming to the culture of this world? Number one, if I want to operate under the power of the Holy Spirit, I can't follow a culture which doesn't follow God. Number two, second stop is this. This is difficult, by the way. I can't follow friends which don't follow God. Now, I'm going to just clarify this at the end. I am not talking about unfriending all your friends who don't follow God. That is not what I'm talking about. That is completely different. But I want to unpack this a little bit today. If our friendship groups are going the exact opposite direction to where God is taking my life, I have to make a choice. Am I going to go in the direction of culture, friends, mates who are going the exact opposite to where God wants to take me? And one of the reasons that we don't hear the voice of the Holy Spirit is that the voice of the Holy Spirit is drowned out by other people's voices. Voices of, let's do this, let's smoke this, let's drink that, let's go there, let's watch this, let's say this. And so the voice of the Holy Spirit is pushed out because of the voice the people closest to us is louder. The things that we fill our ears with and our eyes with drown out God's voice. I'm just going to say some things today and shoot me down later. But there's some TV shows as Christians we don't need to watch. There really is. 
Some of the reality television out there will not help our lives. I'm just going to say it. Love Island is not for Christians. It's not for Christians. It's just not for Christians. I'm going to call it out, okay? Why am I going to call it out? Because the world is happy to call the church out, but we need to have courage to call the world out. I'm getting called out all the time. John Norman says this. Well, we need to call some things out. Love Island is not for Christians. Because the culture of Love Island is the exact opposite culture of God's Word. Where does it say that in the Bible? Come with me. Philippians 4.8. Come on, let's go on a journey. Philippians 4.8. Finally, brothers and sisters, that's you lot. Whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure. There's a word that they don't do many documentaries on. Whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, ready to this, think on these things. Imagine if we filtered the people we hung out with, the things we watched and listened to through Paul's letter. Pure, right, lovely, true, admirable, excellent. What a filter. But John, these are some of my most popular favorite shows. Trust me, they're not helping you. Can I keep going? I promise you we'll, we'll get to the... We'll get, thank you. You know, everyone is obsessed with pollution right now. Sea pollution, river pollution, air pollution. What about mind pollution? What about mind pollution? When was the last time we lectured in school and helped young people understand mind pollution? People are so open-minded, their brains are falling out. I'll come back, I'll bring it back, I'll bring it back. You know, reality is some of us are having crazy, weird, wacky, crazy dreams and it's simply because we polluted our minds. Chantal and I were away last weekend for a couple of days and we were resting and we don't normally do this, but we, we laid in bed. We don't have a television in our bedroom, by the way. Just some, a little, another little tip, get it out. Get it out. Anyway. We were watching in the hotel, we just put a film on. You ever start a film and it's like halfway through and you sort of work it out and anyway, there's all sorts of people getting shot and stuff's happening in this film and I'm like, what are we watching? And you kind of want to know where the end is, don't you? So you leave it on and anyway, we, we get to the end of the film and I don't think there was anyone else left alive apart from the guy who was filming it. Um, we just should have switched it off. Anyway, then in the middle of the night, Chantelle is like, She's screaming at me, get off me, get off me. I looked at her, I said, I'm not even on you. That's for the marriage series, anyway. Settle down. She's like, but she was, you see, it's mind pollution. If we go to sleep and we're just filling ourselves with gunshots and Films inappropriately affairs and all the trash that's on television. Guess what's going to come out in our dreams? Guess what's going to pollute our minds? It's the things that go in. As Chantel says, you cannot breathe in the Holy Spirit without the Holy Spirit coming out of you. When you breathe in the Holy Spirit, here's what comes out. Love, joy, peace, goodness, gentleness, self-control. Wow. We go to bed and we like fill our minds with trash. 
trash and expect us to get up and feel happy. I need to stop. 1 John 3, 7, dear children, do not let anyone or anything lead you astray. Sometimes friends don't give great advice. Sometimes friends are just good being friends. I've got some friends who are terrible with advice, but they're great to hang out with. Friends aren't always great for advice. Proverbs 13, 20, one of the wisest, the wisest man who ever lived, King Solomon, he said this about friendships. Keep company with wise friends and you will become wise. If we keep company with the right people, guess what? It rubs off on us. If we keep company with the wrong people, what happens? It rubs off on us. So Johnny, if I'm hearing what you're saying, you're saying I need to give up on anyone who doesn't know Jesus. Absolutely not. God wants you to have friends and plenty of them who are unbelievers. But here's the the takeaway. God wants us to influence them rather than them influence us. That's how it works. Chantal and I, we go into many environments, we go to parties and friendship circles, there are no Christians in the room. But we know our value system before we step in. And our job when we go into this environment is, how can we bring light to dark places? So one of the things we do is we don't drink. It's a great conversation starter. People say to me, why don't you drink? And then Chantel jumps in, she starts talking about Teen Challenge. She starts talking about Wellbeing Wednesday. She starts telling, telling stories about people's lives who got messed up on substances and alcohol abuse and how Jesus set them free. So they're like, whoa. See, we don't have to become like them to win them. You don't have to become like culture to win culture. You can swim upstream. When you swim upstream, it makes a much bolder statement than to swim downstream with everyone else. God has called us to be thermostats, not thermometers. What 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 does a thermostat do? Sets the temperature. What does a thermometer do? It tells you the temperature. In school, your job isn't to be like everyone else and be just part of the temperature. Your job is to be a thermostat. So when you walk in, you change the temperature. You bring fun. You bring joy. You bring life. Everyone's telling dirty jokes. You don't have to get involved in that because you're a thermostat. You're a thermostat for the Holy Spirit to work in that school and the university. So how does this look? How does this work? We love people. God's place in our world. But we bring our values to them. We want to operate under the power of the Holy Spirit. Culture, people. Number three, I can't follow any other substitutes. I was in two minds to, to talk about this, but I'm going to. People are looking for substitutes for God. People are, are, are looking for substitutes. What do you mean by that? Well, people are looking for help with their future. Science, guidance. In the Bible, it's called this, this kind of word, it's called divination. Divination is horoscopes, hypnosis, consulting a medium, palm reading, tea leaves, crystal balls, tarot cards. People are, why are people looking for those things? Because they want to know what, actually what the Holy Spirit wants to give them for free. The Holy Spirit actually wants to do everything. And God wants us to desire the Holy Spirit to be our guide in our life. We were in Great Yarmouth a couple of years ago and we walked past a tarot card tent and this lovely lady came out and she said, would you like to know your future? I said, absolutely. She said, what would you like to know? I said, at six o'clock tonight, I want to know the six numbers in the bonus ball. 
She said, I can't do that. I said, well, of course you can't do that. They can't tell off you. There's only one. God is the alpha and the omega. There is no psychic hotline that can tell you your future. Don't waste any more money. There is no tea leaf, green, lemon, peppermint that can tell your future. There is no tea leaf that can tell you what's going to happen in the future. Only God, the almighty God, through the presence of his son, Jesus, can show you your future. If you read Deuteronomy 18, it says, never look to psychics or divination. I'm going to just throw this in as well. Don't try and wake up the dead. This is very, very dangerous. I've seen people try and wake up dead loved ones, and it brings a lot of confusion harm and uncertainty in people's lives. And if you know people who are doing this gently and gracefully, let them know that this is not God's will for their, for their lives. If you are following the stars, you cannot follow the sun. If you're following the stars, looking for direction in your life, you're not following the sun. It is the son of God that brings direction in our lives. The devil, is, the devil is constantly trying to place counterfeits in our lives for the Holy Spirit. Counterfeits. All those things are a counterfeit. Number four, I'm going to move on. Culture, friends, substitutes. Number four, this is probably the biggest one for me. I can't be led by my feelings. I've got to stop being led by my feelings. How many times are we led by our feelings? Anyone else ever get led by their feelings? Now, here's a little takeaway for you, and it's really obvious, but someone needs to hear it. Feelings are never permanent. We got elated yesterday as Norwich won, and everyone walked out buzzing, but that feeling was very different to the Saturday before. Why? Because feelings are temporary. Disappointment feelings, positive feelings, feelings come and feelings go. Feelings are temporary. And feelings can lie. So many times we, we make reactive decisions based on how we feel. He's not treating me very well. I'm going to walk out. Whoa. I'm going to walk out of 20 years of marriage because he's not treated you very well for the last week. It's a big decision. I'm not telling you not to. I'm just saying that's a huge decision to make in that moment. And feelings guiding our lives. And just because we think it's true doesn't mean it is true. So many times we make life-changing decisions based on how we feel, not on God's word. You know, sometimes leading a church can be challenging. I don't know if you ever thought about that, but it can be. People send us unkind messages, write us letters, and often my feelings are very, very different to God's word. Very, 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 very different. Because my feelings want to... I'll, I'll, my wife was putting the brakes on me last week on something. Because our feelings are screaming, justify yourself, react, respond. Put your point of view forward. Yet the Spirit of God says, turn the other cheek. Let me fight your battles for you. Oh my goodness. But long term, which one's right? How many people all over this country are in regret today because of a feeling that wasn't true? Maybe in a prison cell. Please, please station a prison because they listen to their feelings 
Study their convictions in God's word. God gave me this word while I was away and it's kind of been a word the last four days that I've been hanging on to. It's come from 2 Corinthians 4.17. It just says this, this too shall pass. I want someone to just hold on to that word today because some of you are going through hell financially, going through hell in a marriage, in your business. I want to declare over God's word, right? This too shall pass. Now when you know that this is going to pass, you can hold on. It's going to pass. The bump in that marriage, you're going to go through it. Hold on to God's promises. I don't know who said this, but I got told it at Bible school, and I've lived on it for the last 25 years, but don't make permanent decisions based on temporary feelings. Don't make permanent decisions based on temporary feelings. I met this girl, she's amazing, we're going to get married. When did you meet her last Friday? But she's so, wow. Wow, you met her last Friday, she must be amazing. Can I just say this on dating? On your first date, if your date hasn't mentioned Jesus within the first hour, red flag. If your date hasn't mentioned Jesus in the first hour, red flag. I'm not saying stop it, I'm just saying red flag. That is going to save you a lot of pain. It's going to save you a lot of pain. There's a, lot of, there's a lot of smiles going on. Okay, if I want to be operated under the power of the Holy Spirit in 2024, four things I've got to be led, can't be led by, culture, friends, other sources, and my feelings. Is this helping anyone? Yes. Bad stuff out of the way. I've got six minutes to land all the good stuff. <laughs> we want to operate under the power of the Holy Spirit. Here's things we, four things we need to start doing. Number one, we've got to want to be led. You've got to want to be led. I've actually got to start desiring the Holy Spirit. In fact, you've got to be desperate for the Holy Spirit to lead my life. If your life is in a bit of a state and you're not happy where things are at, this could be a really good thing to start doing. Desiring the Holy Spirit to start leading your life. Not culture, not friends, not feelings. The Holy Spirit. Like all of us, Chantelle and I, we've got decisions to make this year. With church, with children, schools, finances, football. (laughs) And I am desperate not to be led by those four things, but to be led by the Holy Spirit. God, I don't know which way to go. But God, I do know that you know which way I need to go. So God, I desire you. Psalm chapter 40, verse 8 says this. It is my desire. I love that. My desire to do your will. Not my will. Your kingdom come. Your will be done. Don't say the Lord's Prayer unless you mean that line. Anyone can say, give us this day our daily bread. Come on, Lord, give us this day our daily bread. Can you honestly say with sincerity of heart, not my will. You need to think about that next time you say it. Not my will, but your will be done. Because when you drive home and there's a person broken down on the side of the road and the Holy Spirit says, stop and help them. The Holy Spirit's going to remind you, not my will. Wow. So maybe just skip that bit out until you're good for it. 
If we want to operate under the power of the Holy Spirit, I want to be led. Number two, the second thing we've got to start doing, and this, is, this gets harder, is I must be willing to do whatever the Holy Spirit says. It's one thing to know God's will, it's another thing to obey it. We, who, knows, who knows the right things to eat? Come on, who knows the right things to eat? We know that fruit and veg is the right thing, but who knows that desiring the right things and doing the right things are very, very difficult as we know. I must be willing to do whatever the Holy Spirit says. 2002, I had my first date with Chantel. It was at Parramatta in Australia, outside of Sydney. And I took her to a cafe by the river and there was a trolley floating down. It was one of the most romantic sights ever. True story. But I remember on our first date, I was overcome by her beauty as I still am. She's... It's brownie points. One of the things I asked Chantel on our first date is this. I said, Chantel, we were both at Bible school, but I said, would you be willing to go anywhere in this world if God called us to? Because I knew that God had called me. I didn't know what exactly what it was, but I know a calling is never based on a location. A calling is based on God's will. So when I spoke to Chantel, I said to her on that first day, would you be willing if God called us? And she looked at me, she said, I will go anywhere to serve Jesus. And that was the first green flag in our relationship. Because we had to answer to that call. Many times God called us to live in Africa. God's called us to do some incredible things with our lives, but it started with a difficult decision, the will of God. And so I encourage you, this is how it works. You commit to God's will, then he shows you his will. Now, this is how we want it. He shows us his will, and then we commit. No, 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 no. God doesn't work like that. This is a pre-commitment. This is a pre-commitment. You say, Holy Spirit, I'm signing on the dotted line for 2024 to be directed and guided to the Holy Spirit, and I trust you that you will work my life out. But this is what we want. Show me how my life's going to work, then I'll commit. And God goes, I'm backing off. The Holy Spirit says, if you want to be in, you've got to pre-commit. You decide in advance. We say to God, I I am all in for you in 2024. God says, great. Let's start with tithing. No, 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 no. no. I didn't mean mean all in. I mean nearly in. God says, no, if if you're into my will, let's start with some of the things closest to you, your time and your money. Ah, it's too much difficult. I'll go back to doing it my way. And then 2025 comes along, we're in the same place. Because we're trying to get through without doing it God's way. So we pre-commit and say, God, Holy Spirit, I'm in. But John, what will my life look like? I have no idea because it says the steps of a good person are ordered by the Lord. What does a step look like? One step at a time. Where will I be in 12 months? I don't know. But you'll be in a better place than you are today. Because the Holy Spirit will be guiding you. So here it is. Holy Spirit, I fully surrender my life to you in 2024. I'm willing to go and do. I'm com- I am absolutely convinced when we surrender our lives to the Holy Spirit and we operate under his spirit, 
our lives will be better. In Jesus' Revolution, this movie, these hippies surrendered their lives to Jesus in advance, not knowing what that meant, but their lives got better. Jesus said it like this in Luke 9, 23. He says, whoever, that's you and I, wants to be my disciples must deny themselves and take up their cross, excuse me, daily and follow me. The Holy Spirit is saying to someone today, trust me in advance. Who needs to hear that today? God, I need to trust you in advance. I just need to trust you in advance for my career, my family, my children. I need to trust you in advance. If you want to operate under the, Holy, the power of the Holy Spirit, start number three is this, I must look to God's word. I must look to God's word. Psalm 119, 105 says this, your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Now this is what God showed me this week. If I'm not in my Bible every day, I'm in the dark. Because his word is the, we are in a dark space right now in this world. Can anybody feel the darkness? You've only actually got to walk down the street and you can feel darkness. So what does that mean? That means we've got to get in the light. Your word is a light unto my feet, a lamp unto my path. Daily, we have to fill ourselves with light so when we step into darkness, there is light around us. People say to me all the time, I'm having dark thoughts. Dark thoughts need God's light. If you're having dark thoughts, you need God's light. You don't need any more box sets before you go to bed. You need God's light because so much of that stuff is filling your mind. Some of that conspiracy stuff on Facebook, some of that stuff is filling your mind in a dark space. Fill your mind with light. Psalm 119, 105. Your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. If you take your notes, write this down. God's will for your life is found in God's word. God's will is found in God's word. Does that mean, John, my spouse's name, my future spouse's name will be found in the Bible? I'll just open it up and there it will be. Marry certain, certain. No, 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 it doesn't work like that. Chantel's name is not in the Bible. But the principles and values for finding a spouse are in the Bible. So what you're looking for is in the Bible. When we open our word, God speaks to us. Got my friend Spenny here this morning with his family. Don't want to embarrass him, but he doesn't line up a little bit of spotlight. He called me just before Christmas. He was going for a challenge at work. And he said, John, he said, I opened my Bible this morning. He said, and I was reading it. He said, the exact thing I needed for that decision was right there. He said, so when I went into that decision, I was going to make a completely different decision. But when I read the Bible, it was like speaking directly to me for my situation. That's exactly what the Holy Spirit does. There is no other book that can lead and guide your life other than this book. It is the presence of Jesus. In the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God and the Word is God. This is God's Word. So when we read God's Word, we receive God's will for our lives. I'm going to keep going. One last thought on that before I move on to the final thing as the team come up. God's word will never con- contradict God's will. Yeah. Amen. So if you're thinking, is this God's will? You've got to sound it out with God's word. Good. Very good. You sound them out together. When God's will and God's word align, you're in God's plan. Anyway, that's just a throwaway. Number four. 
the key to operating under God's spirit in 2024, fourth thing and final thing we must start is this. I must ask the Holy Spirit to be my guide. I'm gonna finish with this story. In 2017, Chantel Rowan, who's on the sound today, Brittany and a couple of others, we went to, to Israel. We were filming for Easter 2018 the garden tomb. It was a brilliant trip, but all we had was a map. You know those maps on the back of your Bible? You sort of look where we are, where's the Galilee, where do we need to get to, and we just had a map. And God's word is a map for your life, and in life you need a map. But we kept getting, not quite understanding the, the lay of the land, and not quite understanding it all. So in 2019, I had an opportunity to go back to the Holy Land. And I went with a, a friend, and my friend had got us a guide. And it was a completely different experience having a map and a guide. Now, come with me. Don't just go through life with a map. You need a guide. You need someone to help you understand what the map is saying. We need the guide, guess who it is? The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit wants to guide us through the journey of this year. We don't just need the Bible, we need a guide. And this is where we say, Holy Spirit, I want you to be my guide in 2024. And by the way, that's a dangerous prayer. I'm telling you, that is a really dangerous prayer. If you're prepared to pray that prayer, Holy Spirit, I'll say this till last. Holy Spirit, I want you to be my guide for this year. One of the reasons that we don't, ask, we don't know God's will for our lives is we actually don't ask for it. We don't ask for it. So we need to ask the Holy Spirit, be my guide. I don't know what to do with my situation with my daughter my son, my parent, my dad, my mom, Holy Spirit, you do. And I know that you can show me things in your word, but your word is the map for my life and your Holy Spirit is my guide, so I pray that they would come together. As I read your word, your counsel of the Holy Spirit would show me in the pages of this book the direction that I should go. We can ask the Holy Spirit anything, anything from the smallest thing to the biggest thing. Should I go out on this date? Should I not? Should I text that person back? Should I buy that? Shouldn't I buy that? Ask the Holy Spirit to help you. And He will help you. I was in India last year or the year before, I can't remember, and I was sitting just on that corner and in this, there's probably a room of 12, 1,500 people. I've never had this before, but I was just about to get up to preach. And the Holy Spirit said this, don't preach that. This is a minute. Don't preach that. I'm thinking, now that is, if you're a communicator, that is the last thing you want to hear. Because you've prepped, you've prayed, you've, you've, you, you, if you're a teacher, you know what I'm talking about. You just, and he said, don't preach that. I said, what do you want me to preach? He said, I want me to preach this. I said, but I haven't planned it. He said, don't worry about that. Scrap that message and preach this message. And I had an argument with the Holy Spirit for nearly 40 seconds. I was wrestling. It was like, no, no, no. Anyway, when I stood on that platform, I did not stand in my strength, in my rehearsals, 
in what I knew, I stood in the power and the strength and the will of the Holy Spirit. And God moved in that service in a way that I have not seen God move for a long, long time. Sometimes you have to allow, God's Spirit is gonna say, don't do that. Don't go there, start doing that, stop doing that. Today, as I'm speaking, I've talked about four stops and four starts. But God was speaking individually. The Holy Spirit was speaking individually to you at home, to you in the room, about some things to stop doing in your life and some things to start doing. But the key is to say, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, I want to operate under your power this year. Can we stand? I know I've spoken for a while, but you young people have been amazing sitting down there on the floor as well. Thank you. God is interested in every detail of your life. If God spoke to you at any point in that message, the Holy Spirit was kind of speaking individually. Would you just respond right now by lifting your hand? The Holy Spirit was at work. I could sense the Holy Spirit was at work and the Holy Spirit is at work. Come Holy Spirit right now. Come Holy Spirit. God, I want to... God, I want us to operate as a church, as a youth ministry, kids ministry, young adults ministry, or every business in this room represented. We want to operate under the power of the Holy Spirit. Not what culture says. Culture says do the slippery deal under the table. God's Word says be honourable. Walk with integrity. God's Word and culture are completely different. One leads to a life of blessing. One leads to a life of challenges. I can't follow friends which don't follow God. And some of you need to make a stand in some friendship circles. Not dismiss friends, push friends away. But say, God, I, I just need to know who I am. I don't want people to influence me. I want to influence them. God, you've called me to be a thermostat in my school, in my university. God, I, I can't follow other substitutes. Maybe you've been reading your horoscope. Maybe you've been trying to find substitutes for the Holy Spirit. And, God is saying today, lay those things down. Lay those things down. Don't look to the stars. Look to the one who made the stars. He'll give you direction for your life. I can't be led by my feelings. My hand is up for that one. So easy just to be led by what we feel and react and find ourselves in a hole. We're going to start today by saying, I want to be led. I want you to lift your right hand if you're saying this year, I want to be led by the Holy Spirit. I want to be led. Lift your right hand. It's a signal to the Holy Spirit. I want to be led. The right hand is the guiding hand. I want to be led by the Holy Spirit. Not my will, Lord, but your will. Your kingdom come, your will be done in our lives. And Father, we we make a decision today to follow you. Now I'm going to ask you in just a moment to lift your left hand if you're saying, I, I'm prepared to do whatever the Holy Spirit asks me to do this year. Whatever. Give up those cigarettes. Lay the bottle down. Whatever it is, whatever the Holy Spirit was speaking to you, you're lifting that left hand and you say, I'm in. Only Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, I'm willing to do whatever you say this year. Not my will, but your will. In Jesus' name. Now let's ask right now the Holy Spirit to be our guide. I want you to ask the Holy Spirit. Culture is not our guide. Our friends are not our guide. 
Social media is not our guide for this life. Oh, comfort of the Holy Spirit must come right now. You ask Him, invite Him right now to be your guide through this life. Guide me in every situation. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Come, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, God. Quite strongly to pray for all the youth and young adults. So, if you're age sort of 12 to 25, would you just step out of your seat? And the reason I want to do this is because right at the start, I said this question: Who knows that you make your decisions, and then your decisions make you? And there's no doubt about it. If the enemy wants to attack anyone, it's the young people, the young adults, because he wants to push them into making decisions at a young age. They're going to have negative consequences for them when they're older. That's it, you come. Take some time. Invite Chantel to come up as well. We're going to pray for you guys. That's it, keep coming. Just Maybe we can get these guys filtered down here as well. Just keep coming, I want to get as many as you. Isn't this incredible, guys? Look at this. Just keep coming down here. Let's fill all the front down here. Sit. Let's keep going. Come on, guys. Keep coming. Keep coming. Keep coming. That's it. Get everyone down the front. There we go. What a great problem. Can't get people down the front. This is an army. Occasionally, I get to see it on a Friday night, but you guys don't. But this is the generation who want to stand speak out and things in culture that don't align God's word speak out we just want you to know how proud we are of you as you go into your schools and your universities just take a step forward you girls just take a step forward that's it fantastic Chantel I want you to pray I want you to pray for men and women this generation would be a generation who'd stand for grace and truth generation who won't follow culture it's not following God generation that won't trade the Holy Spirit for other substitutes but they hunger and they thirst for the things of God there is nothing I want to just say this before I ask Chantel pray there is no life outside of Christ there is no life outside of Jesus my friends who tried other things, their lives have gone backwards. It's not because I'm better than they are, it's simply because Jesus is there to help me. Jesus wants you to be there, to be there to help you. So Chantel, would you pray? And I want every, every adult, would you stretch out that hand as we pray for this generation? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, Spirit of God. Thank you, Jesus, Spirit of God. Thank you, Jesus, Spirit of God. Like, like you're going to receive all that God has Spirit for you right now in this moment. I call out the Joshua generation. Thank you, Jesus. I call out a Joshua Thank generation. Thank you, Lord. In the name Thank of Jesus. Well, they will see things that no one else sees. They will see fruit. When everyone else is seeing barrenness, when everyone else is seeing wilderness, they will see fruit and they will spot it. We thank you, Lord, that in your word we read about 
Joshua and it says that he will that we will meditate on your word day and night that we will seek to do everything that's according to what's written in it for then you will make your way prosperous and then you will have good success do not be afraid do not be discouraged be encouraged right now in the name of Jesus come on why don't you begin to speak out the dreams in your heart the desires of your heart come on God hears every part of it young person he loves you he's got a plan for you he's got a purpose for you we come against any strategy of the enemy that would try and pull them away that would try and distract them we come against it in the name of Jesus Lord you said whatever thing that is bound on earth will be bound in heaven whatever you will loose on earth will be loosed in heaven so right now we just declare wholeness and freedom any traumatic experiences that they've had any separation in families any divorce issues that have come that they've carried Lord would you remove them from that would you place your hedge of protection over them over their hearts over their minds God give them the courage to have the right relationships give them the courage to speak up when no one else is speaking up God I thank you for this Joshua generation may they rise up may they know that they are a royal priesthood a chosen generation that they will see signs and wonders take place in the mighty name of Jesus now sing come on young people sing 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 lift your voice sing revival into high schools right now if you're in high school just lift your hand if you're in high school lift your hand what high school are you in jump up here what high school are you in jump up here we want every high school represent what high school are you in Thorpe jump up here if your high school's not been represented put your hand up what's your high school yeah Aylsham jump up what's your high school Taverham jump up we're definitely going to pray for you anyone have at high schools Spruceton CNS. Where else? Albra. Definitely need a lot of prayer. Wyndham. Come on. Sopa. Amazing. Anyone else? Anyone else? Have we missed any? Helsden. Come on up. Come on up. else have we missed anyone we from flag high anyone else have we missed any high schools now this represents tens of thousands of people and God has placed you homeschool children amazing so cool we brought them up because they represent a generation. As they go into their high school, they are carriers of the presence of Jesus. You are carriers in your classroom. You are carriers, carriers of Jesus. Beautiful. Oh, the devil's getting mad. He's mad today. We're gonna to make him even madder. Right, now I want us to pray. I want you to bathe, saturate, 
drown these guys in prayer. Come on, you pray for your school. Come on, let's pray for these teenagers. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, James. You come and pray. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. James, you pray. Thank you, Lord. four Sundays left to try and get everyone in and there's a hunger for God now that I have never seen in my lifetime there is a hunger for God this is a revolution look at this this is we are experiencing what we're talking about I want to encourage you parents get your kids to youth on a Friday because it's happening every Friday Get you, just get amongst it. We've got four weeks left and we're going to hopefully keep the roof on this place before we hand it to the new, to the new owners. But this is going to be a special four weeks. I really feel, you know, as much as I'm excited about crossing over and going, I feel like God is saying, don't waste the four weeks here because there's something brewing in the atmosphere now. Something's brewing, the Spirit of God. Come on, one more time. Every hand. Let's lift those hands. Glad you came to church this morning. Yeah. Look at this passion and desire in this place. People are hungry for God. Young people, you're glad you stayed in. We're glad we had you in the service today. I want to give you just one more opportunity. If you've never made a decision to follow Jesus, we'd never close the service without giving people an opportunity to make their peace with God. You say, John, today I've tried to live life my own way. It hasn't worked out, but today I open up my heart to him. All I want you to do now is just lift your hand. All of this room say, pray for me. Pray for me. God bless you, sir. God bless you. God bless you. Anyone else say, God bless you. Anyone else say, count me in. God bless you right in the back. I see that hand. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. We're going to say this prayer out loud together. Dear Lord Jesus, thank you for dying for me to forgive all my sin and failures so that I can have a brand new start. Please come into my heart and help me by the power of the Holy Spirit to trust to live for you. Amen.
Amen. Let's congratulate everyone who said that prayer. Amazing. Well, we want to congratulate you. We want to give you a map, as I talked about earlier. We taught you about the guide. Now we want to give you a map. And our team will be outside after the service. Please take hold of this Bible. It's the Gospel of Mark. And read a little portion every day. It'll help you move in the right direction. And uh, please don't go without telling someone you made that decision today because it's a courageous decision. It's going to help your life move forward. Amen. Thanks again for tuning in. If you said yes to Jesus today by saying the salvation prayer, we'd love for you to email connections at soulchurch.com so we can talk to you a little bit more about this incredible decision you just made. And if at any point in the service you felt moved to give towards any of our local or global initiatives, head to soulchurch.com. And don't forget to stay connected with us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube by searching at Soul Church UK. Take care and God bless.